0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Postcast. David Locke with two really tall guys. Matt Bullard here. Ron Boone here. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, you have no idea where here is, but I have a big light on top of my head that looks really ridiculous. So let's step forward, man. Um, You're just trying to be difficult.
1: Hi, Matt. How are you? Hey, uh, that was was a pretty good game, and I was wondering about you guys' opinion about the Rockets. Can the Rockets beat the Golden State Warriors this year?
2: Yes. We've already discussed that. Yeah. We thought you you guys have an excellent chance of coming out of the West. So I I think the Rockets'
1: offense, and you guys got to see it tonight with the space that Mike D'Antoni creates for Chris Paul and James Harden. I mean, you saw a couple times where James Harden had a wide-open layup in a half court set, I mean James Harden is the best player in the NBA, best player in the NBA, and he gets a wide open layup in a half court set. That's some offensive genius. It's a fairly
0: good defensive team. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, right. I no mean, question. I mean, no. I, I and I think mean, defensively you're better than you were, which I think is the important one. Um, the other one is just there's a math question that Daryl Morey's been playing for a long time here that I think is relevant, and that is when you take 50 percent of your shots as threes, which is remarkable, because everyone in the league's trying to take away threes. Like everyone says, oh. Yeah. Like, that's the part of it that's incredible to me is, like, I watch us play. We have a good night. We get 40% of our shots up as threes, and you're getting 50, and 50, some of them yeah,
1: are 53% of our shots on the season are three-point shots. So what the Rockets have done is reduce the mid-range shots to 7% of our shots and replace them with threes because, as we talk about all the time, Three is greater than two. That is a radical, <laughs> radical idea that Isn't took that, the, you, know
2: what's you guys cra- learned that in elementary school. You know what? The yeah.
0: only thing that's crazier <laughs> than some of. To <laughs> out, though. The only thing that's crazier than the real world is the fact that it took the NBA 20
2: years to figure that crap out. Isn't that crazy? Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 hold it. Okay, then the ABA yeah, right, figured it out.
0: But you didn't shoot him at this perfection, right? Sh- well,
2: no. 15, 16 a game, something like that. Really? No, no, no. As a, team, as a team. Oh, as a team. You guys yeah. took 15. Yeah, right. Yeah, at so. the most. D- yeah, Daryl Griffith,
0: yeah. Donovan Mitchell is going to set the Jazz rookie record for most threes in a season next week. <laughs> oh,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, mean, like, I mean, I
0: don't know if that's really true, but Daryl Griffith hit ninety threes.
1: In, in a, a season, in one season, yeah,
0: and led the league. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell's made sixty in twenty games,
1: and and so when we were when we were growing up, the coaches when the three point line was was put in, the coaches would say, "Don't shoot that shot; it's too far." Right, and now not a high percentage shot. Right, right, and now the Rockets are saying, "Don't shoot any shots that are inside the three point line unless you can get all the way to the rim."
0: Heck, I went to my daughter's seventh grade girls basketball game the other day and saw their shooting percentage and told her to shoot three every time too because if by some miracle it goes in it's a better percentage than the rest of them. Extra point yeah no doubt. What do you think of Donovan Mitchell?
1: Love the guy. Uh, We were talking about uh, Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell, and Kyle Kuzma the three best rookies in the league. You guys agree with those three? Absolutely. And we saw Kuzma last game when we played the Lakers. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum in there okay all right so there's four but but Mitchell, you know, he got off to a slow start tonight. And a lot of young players, when they get off to a slow start, can't recover. But the fact that he
2: recovered and had, what, do you have, 24 tonight? I mean, that's impressive. Yeah. He is um, gaining a lot of respect around the league. Um, talk shows, coaches, now they're starting to prepare for him. And this is what's impressive, because now they're gearing up. He's in the scouting reports, and he's still get, being able to get the job done. And he's running the point guard
1: spot now. Yeah. I mean, we, I saw him in the fourth quarter tonight. He was running the point, and Rubio was playing the two guard. Well, right. and
0: the other one is that you hit James Harden on Joe Ingles, and Trevor Ariza gets Donovan Mitchell. And the night before, Andre Robertson got Donovan Mitchell. So he is getting the number one guy. And I think about watching Gordon Hayward go through an entire year of trying to figure out how to deal with the number one guy. I watched Rodney Hood last seven games before he got taken out of the starting lineup because he was shooting 14% in first quarters. I mean, being the number one guy on the scouting report is an incredibly difficult thing to be.
1: Yeah, and the fact that, uh, that he's been able to to grow up in 20 games, I mean, you know, legit NBA player now. Get like you say, getting the number one defense. That's an impressive,
2: impressive start to a season. You know, at the beginning of the season, he was thrown in there as a starter because Rodney Hood all of a sudden couldn't go. Uh, what was he? One for seven in that ball game. Yeah, first,
0: game, think, of first year, game of the year. They announced. Ro- they announced Donovan Mitchell. Rodney Hood gets like sick to his stomach. Or they announced Rodney Hood, so he's a rookie. Rodney Hood. Like gets sick to his stomach. Donovan Mitchell's like sitting down. We only got four guys out there. Quinn goes, go for it. Like, and it worked. Well, it actually didn't work the first night. <laughs> but, um, all right, so let's go to this game specifically. It's five point game at halftime. What happened to open up the third quarter?
1: The Rockets have been doing this all season long. The, when the Rockets catch fire and start making threes, we just blow teams out. And this, the stats that you have of the percentage. Of, of minutes on the floor that the Rockets are up by 10 or up by 20. We've seen this all season long where the Rockets just they catch fire at some point in the game, they blow the game wide open, and now the Rockets are a mature enough team to keep that lead and maybe extend it a little bit more instead of like most teams will let that lead you know let that lead slide a
2: little bit and make it a game again. But the Rockets have been able to blow teams out. Tell, tell me about Chris Paul because many people thought that okay Chris Paul comes back is going to affect Harden's play. It's going to slow him down because he, he controls the ball a lot. What do you? I don't see that. <laughs> but I, I see him sometimes playing like James Harden you know with the pick and roll and uh, that.
1: Yeah, you know, Chris uh, played the first game of the season and bruised his knee, and then he missed. I think it was fourteen, 14 games. Straight yeah, games, fourteen yeah. straight games that Chris was sitting on the bench watching, and I think that was important because Chris is a smart basketball guy. He's a you know basketball genius, so he was able to sit there and watch the Rockets play and figure out how he could put his game into what he was seeing and make it better. And, I, and one of the things, you know, he almost had a triple-double tonight. He was one rebound away from a triple-double. But his ability to pass the ball and not turn it over, he had 13 assists and only two turnovers tonight, that really helps the Rockets' mm-hmm. offense because the Rockets, one of their biggest problems last year was turning it over way too much. And Chris Paul now handles the ball, and the Rockets turn it over far less. They're averaging 16
2: turnovers <laughs> this year, but it hasn't affected you, I don't think. If you're not scoring off of those turnovers, not what, what have, you guys are averaging 16 turnovers. Yep. That's about that's about average or leading. pretty yep. close to leading the league. Yep. But I don't think those turnovers are affecting you as much, maybe because if you're not scoring off of those turnovers, you know it really doesn't hurt.
1: Yeah, and Chris Paul is also an excellent defender. You know he's yeah. he's always in there getting steals, and he makes our defense better along with P.J. Tucker and Luke Bob Well,
0: the comment I made on our broadcast, is the Rockets are going to be my. I always love listening to national media because. You know, I don't necessarily think all of them know more than we do. They don't. And um, sometimes I think they know a lot less. Uh, you're right. And uh, so the Rockets are going to be my new, my litmus test for the next month. When I hear someone reference like, oh, well, they don't play defense or this or that, it'll be my sign they haven't watched them and they're just going off last year's doing thing.
1: They're the research
2: and they don't know. What are the questions there?
0: What do you oh, have? I can't see the questions tonight. All right, what do you want to know?
2: Uh, Stockton Malone.
0: Um, uh, at least I got to see Donovan crossover Harden uh rudy didn't even seem like he was in the game uh rudy was um your cameraman's in his is we screwed this up <laughs> somehow it got sideways hi how are you i think it's supposed to be in this direction um i don't know why actually because it's clearly in that direction but somehow my thing so
1: you had to bring up john stockton right and, and we went back to 90, oh, sorry. 90, 96, 97, or was it 97, 98 when Stockton, 98. When Stockton hit that three to yeah. put you guys into the finals. Yeah. And that that came up on our broadcast earlier tonight, too. And so that one still hurts me. So uh, the real question I want me. to know, <laughs> um,
2: you know what you remember about that? Bill Walton. Bill Walton? Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> That's what, he what I remember is
1: is Carl Malone's pick on – Clyde, was it, Clyde? Like, it was like I thought Phillips. it was on yeah. Barkley, and Barkley was supposed to switch out, yeah. and he didn't switch yeah, but he out. Yeah, he never
0: switched out ever no, at any point in his career. So out. why would he switch out
1: then? He never switched out then, <laughs> and that was, and then, and then it was, uh oh, yeah, it was,
0: yeah. uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. So yes, we remember that. Thank you. At least you, had... hey Matt Bullard, he ended the night on a happy moment for Jazz fans. No, he didn't,
2: because he didn't get to ski today. He's very upset. We're yeah. all very
0: upset about this. It's
1: snowing in Houston right now. Why isn't it snowing <laughs> I here? I know. What, the... what What's up with that?
0: What's up? Like crazy. All right, we're done. Have a great night. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Postcast and Facebook Live. Have a good night.
2: Rejecting the Screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter. So it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov.
1: And I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the Screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday...